0: Right, everybody, hope you can hear me. There's one of those special atmospheres today, isn't there? It's great. Uh, You know, it it is like Anthony was saying the party atmosphere, it's a happy time, it's a good time. But I I have to tell you uh, that I had a problem this morning. I nearly didn't come. Some of you are thinking, oh, why did he come? (laughs) But uh, no, it may surprise you, but uh, I had a dilemma. I didn't know what to wear. (laughs) Do you ladies empathize with me sometimes? You just don't know what to wear. You stand in front of your cupboard. You pace up and down a few times. You pull out this. You pull out that. That was me this morning. However, however, I couldn't decide whether I was going to wear that, Ooh. my black tie, my sombre tie, you can all say Sss to that if you want, or... Whether I was going to wear my jolly tie, my celebrate, yes! (laughs) So I'm going to leave my ties there, and I'm going to tease you with my ties. This is a message, not exactly about the ties, but can you see them there? You can, good. Um, My ties do come into this morning's message. I told you it's going to be very deep, Andrew, so don't don't panic too much. (laughs) Um, A black tie or a bright one. You might say to me, Olaf, why is that? What? are you talking about? Some of you might be ahead of me. Some of you might be well ahead of me. Um, To answer the question of the ties, I'm afraid I'm going to have to have a look at baptism with you. That's why. I'm going to have to uh, explain a little bit by looking at what it means um, to be baptized. And really, baptism is about actually not... um, the, the moment you become a Christian, but it's what's normal for people who become Christians. Actually, what does Christian mean? It means a follower of Jesus. It's dead simple. Actually, a lot of the gospel is dead simple. We just complicate it. That's the trouble. So, um, uh, but it is something that if you haven't done, you might want to think about today. Because Jesus asks everyone who has decided to follow him, by the way, follow me. And one of the things I want you to do is be baptised. It's not difficult. So just, uh, I'm just going to read a few verses this morning uh, from Matthew. Now, <clears throat> um, the last words anyone ever says to you are very, very important. So they have the last words of. If you go on the internet, you can put the last words of all these famous people, and they're all there, and like, they're the words everyone's hanging on. What are the last words? Um, if someone's sort of, you know, about to die, what did they say just before they died? So here's what Jesus said to his disciples just before he left them. So Matthew 28, you don't need to turn to it because you probably know this anyway. But Jesus comes to them. So we've had the crucifixion, we've had Good Friday, we've had the resurrection on Easter Sunday. And then we have what Jesus says to them before he leaves them. He says this. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, he's speaking to them now. And effectively us, if we are followers of Christ. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. That's till we see him again, really, the end of the age. Then we will see him again as they were seeing him then. So last words, really, really important. Um, Now, I'm going to uh, kind of whiz through quite a bit of what actually baptism shows. For some people, it might be the first time you've heard a little bit in depth, maybe Julie, Laura, in depth. You probably have already with Anthony and so on. But what Baptism is actually what it, what it shows, what it reveals, what it indicates, what it signifies. And I've got a few words as to actually what it does. What does it show about a person? And what does it reveal about a person? And then I'm going to go on, because I had a run yesterday. I like to have a run on a Saturday morning. And I had a run yesterday, and on that run, God gave me two words, and I know they for today. So I'll bring them at some point as well. So the first thing is... Notice that Jesus said, um, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded. Well, Jesus actually says, you to be baptized. If you're a follower of mine, one of the things is you're baptized in my name. We'll have a look at why and, and all those things in a moment. But the first thing that being baptized shows in the lives of Julie and Laura is it signifies obedience. They are being obedient to the words of Jesus. You see... Jesus is the one who says, "I am the one who brings you to God that you might call Him Father." I'm the one who connects you to Him so that you might say, "Daddy, Father," that actually I'm His child. That's what happens when you trust Jesus. He says, "Actually, you can now call my Dad your Dad." That's what happens. So, um, what should we do in Acts two thirty-eight? Um, There's a message there given by a guy called Peter who's proclaiming, he's really kind of leading the church in the early days, and he says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness in Christ, the cross, has happened. What you're doing is being obedient, and you're actually showing obedience and saying, I've been forgiven, I'm completely made new, I'm fresh, no mud sticks on me anymore. So that is the normal path for Christians. Baptism, if you come to a place of trust in Christ, that is the normal thing. Um, It's obedience to Jesus. It's also obedience to God. You see, Reg read it before, didn't he? Uh, For God so loved the world that he gave. He focused on the thing about gift. Um, God gives a gift. He doesn't look to be thrown back in his face. And he looks for us to accept his gift. His gift is, is his son. So it's showing obedience to Jesus because he said we should do this, but it's also showing obedience to God in receiving the gift of his son as our saviour for the forgiveness of our sins, that Jesus died for our sins through the cross. Good Friday, it's a great time to be thinking about these things, reminding ourselves of why did this happen? Because God so loved the world that he gave his son. The second thing it shows then is identification. Identification. Um, I won't get distracted because if I do, I'll go way over time. So I'll just stick to what I've got here. I'm tempted to go off down another line. The first thing then is it shows Jesus' identification with you. With you. The baptism of Jesus shows that he identified with us as human beings and particularly with us in our sin. There's a lovely verse that says, he who knew no sin became sin for us. He actually came in and joined himself to the human race. So in Luke 3, you'll see that Jesus was baptized. If all the people who didn't need to be baptized, it was Jesus, because he had no sin. But he wanted to identify himself thoroughly with us, that he said, okay, I'm going to be baptized to identify with the fallenness and sinfulness of us. So he identified with us, and he gave us an example. He didn't just say to it, he said, "This is, I'm going to be baptized as well. I'm going to stand with you in your sinfulness, I'm going to show the example of baptism. The second thing, then, so it's identifying us with Jesus, it's also identifying of us with him. It's a two-way identify, identification. In some countries, believe it or not, to be baptized means you've crossed a line in defining who you are such that you can be persecuted, such that you can be killed. Do everything, but don't be baptized. Because once you do that, the moment you do that, you've crossed a line because you are identifying with Jesus Christ. And you're saying, he's my Lord. He's my saviour. I'm with him forever. So... It's a huge moment uh, to be baptized. And the two words, I've written them on my yellow sticky here, that I got yesterday, it's for for Julie and Laura, but it's for all of us. And I want all of us to reflect on these two words because I felt them impressed on me as I was running along. It is this, that today is a defining moment. It's a defining moment for Julie and Laura because they're crossing a line. It's a defining moment for people here who maybe haven't got to a point of crossing a line. Maybe you've kind of been skirting around it for a bit, but you haven't actually done that and crossed the line. It's a defining moment. It can be a defining defining moment for you to cross a line. And for those of us who have already crossed a line and said, yes, Jesus is my saviour, it's a reminder. I was speaking to two, uh, Karen there and Nicole about the time when they crossed the line, when they were baptised. One was about 30 years ago. One was about six years ago, just doing that little break. They crossed a line. They remember it. The rest of you, remember it. Remember that time when you crossed a line, when you defined yourself or when you um, uh, said, yes, I am yours, I belong to you. So, uh, obedience, identification. It also signifies new birth. Now, um, new birth, as far as I know, it takes a little while for that to happen, doesn't it? I think it's a few months. I think it's actually nine months, if I'm mostly correct. Um, And um, during that nine months, a lot's happening. Um, Hidden, It's, it's, it's obvious in some ways. Um, and maybe for people who are becoming, as it were, open to, to, to the gift of God, um, things are happening, but they haven't, as it were, experienced new birth. God does a lot in the background. Uh, some people, it takes years before they come to a point of saying, yes. Other people, it's like, whoa, get me in there right now. Some people are like that. Um, but... Um, there is something that precedes new birth. It can take a long time or it can be quick. But the Holy Spirit of God is active in the lives of everyone behind the scenes. He's active. He's doing things. Reg, I think, mentioned about seeds and growth. Just picture a seed planted. Springtime, all those seeds, they're coming up. Because they, something happened, it took time, but growth came. Now, This is my happy tie bit because birth is a time of celebration, isn't it? It's a time when we're rejoicing. And God rejoices over every person who accepts his son. That's the happy tie bit. That's the rejoicing bit. So the next thing it signifies is the black tie bit. Because baptism, it signifies or shows something about death. It's a bit weird, isn't it? You've got life signified, but you've got death signified as well. But in Romans, we read that we die to our old self, and we live for Christ. And you can read about that in Romans. There's quite a lot in there, but it shows that we die to our old self, and we become alive to God. So that's my black tie bit, because it's a bit mm, dying to self. It's quite tricky. Jesus himself said it, didn't he? He said, take up your cross and follow me. What does that mean? It means I'm dying to self, all my old ways, all my old thinking. Paul said in Ephesians, he said, put off your old self, throw it away. Don't let your old self define the new self, the new who you are in Christ. Don't let your old self come back and say, hey, yeah, hey, hey, no, no, no. You are a new person in Christ Jesus. So there's a death to our old self, to our old ways. And also there's a sorrow, a sorrow that I've gone my own way. There's a repenting. There's like, I'm, I'm sorry for that stuff. There's a, there's a word that's used in Greek, which is metanoia, which means I, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm changing away from the old way and I'm changing my thinking to go God's way. So there's a sorrow there because it signifies death. Following Christ, his best for us. And the last thing it signifies is resurrection faith. What a great time to be baptized, Easter. Well, maybe Easter Sunday could have been even better, but mm, this is pretty good because we've got Holy Week coming, haven't we, to think about the whole journey to the cross and resurrection coming. So it it signifies, because you go down, as it were, and think of it as a watery grave, as it were, your old self, all those old things, and coming up, just as Christ was raised on Easter Sunday morning, and we celebrate that, that's what coming up out of the water is a little picture of leaving behind the old, the sin, the rubbish, the, all those old things, and up out of the water, it's resurrection. So, you know, I've got a lot of reasons to have a bright tie. There are some black tie aspects. Maybe we need to have both in our minds. Um, but let me just say this. Death has lost its grip on you. It's lost its sting. The grave has no power over those who are in Christ. The tomb couldn't hold Christ, no grave will hold a child of God. It's pretty good news, isn't it? <laughs> wow, it is fantastic news. Those, those are the things I want you to remember as I just do my last little bit here. So it signifies obedience, it signifies identification, it signifies new birth, it signifies death, it signifies celebration, resurrection faith as well. Um, So, just in these last five minutes, I said before it's normal. It's normal for Christians. In fact, you might even say it's essential, because Jesus says do it. So you might as well say, well, has anyone not done it who is a Christian? You might think about that one today, because let this be a defining moment for you. It was normal for Christians in the early church and it's normal now if you want to do the following things. If you want to identify that Christ Jesus is your saviour and you've been on the fence for a while and you've talked to people, you've done 15 alpha courses or whatever or you've not even done an alpha course but you're thinking today, let me say this to you, if you want to identify yourself as a child of God today, as a follower of Christ, let this be a defining moment today that you can call everyone else here family family. Children of God together. Um, the second thing is, as you identify and follow Jesus, if you want to declare yourself today and stand up like these two did before magnificently and said, that was the old me, the old Julie, the old Laura, but now I'm a child of God. I'm washed. I'm clean. I, I don't, you know, I might have the old bad day, but I know that my status is different. I'm a child of God. Then let this be a day. You declare that you are a child of God, it's time for you to cross the line publicly. Uh, If you want to leave the past behind and you want a good wash, the water actually doesn't do anything special. There's no secret lotion in there or anything like that. It's just a picture. Washing away from all the old past, all the old sin. So if you're a believer but you've not yet identified with Jesus in the way he's asked you to, in the way he's given you an example to, in the way he's looking for you to do it, let today be what he spoke to me yesterday on my run, a defining moment. Let today be the day you truly follow Christ. I know that the Holy Spirit will be talking to some people and your heart will be going boom, 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 boom. Maybe a bit faster than that, I don't know. But I know that the Holy Spirit does that. I know how he speaks to us. He starts to speak to our heart. He speaks to our mind, to our heart in these ways. But he's calling you to a new life. He's calling you to new hope. He's calling you to follow him. A new future with Christ. So finally then, Christian funerals as opposed to an ordinary funeral. Bright or dark clothes, tricky, isn't it? If a person has let me know that they are Christians, I cannot help but rejoice at their funeral. So probably I wouldn't wear a black tie. I'm not the judge, he is. But if someone's so obvious, there's a bit of a rejoicing goes on at a funeral. But for someone who's been against God all their lives, I grieve. Because it seems in their life, and by what they said, they didn't trust Christ. And that is nothing but bad news. So my prayer is that today we will be those who let it be known we belong to Christ. You don't know tomorrow. Young man drove the wrong way on a motorway intentionally trying to kill himself. Uh, This is some short while ago. And he did. And uh, I interviewed someone and I heard all about that very sad story. You don't know. Uh, You think you've got your life tracked out. We don't know what will happen in our lives tomorrow. So um, I am inviting you to respond to this invitation. As if God is speaking through me. That's what Paul says in Scripture. As if God is making his appeal. Each one of us is an ambassador. So I want you to hear these words this morning. As it were, God speaking to us through his word, by his spirit. That he's calling you to follow him. Don't stand on the sidelines. It's time to cross the line. It's a defining moment. Let this be a moment that defines your life as you identify with Jesus Christ, with his love for you, with a new start, so we can say, yes, another one, and it'll go on until he comes home because he will be with us to the end of the age. Let's pray. If you're able to, please would you stand with me. Father, we thank you for your good news gospel for us. It's all joy. In Christ, you gave us the gift of life. Lord Jesus, I pray now that there will be people who are looking at their lives, who are having an internal conversation. I pray, Holy Spirit, you will come into that conversation. You'll help them. You'll help them open their hearts and lives and minds to you, Lord. I pray that there may be those who will say, yes, today, I want it to be a defining moment, a definition for the future of joy, hope, of life, that I can leave behind shame, guilt, anxiety. Jesus, I pray by your Holy Spirit that you would come upon every single person here now to receive your gospel. Now, I know that God has spoken. And I know that people's hearts are either soft to him or thumping like mad or indifferent. And I want to say this to you now. If your heart is thumping, if you feel strangely quickened, I would just ask you to open your life to Jesus. It is the most wonderful door. So with everyone with their heads bowed, please, and with their eyes closed, I'm just going to ask now... How many of you are out there saying, yes, this is a defining moment for me. I'm crossing the line. I'm saying yes. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you. Anyone else? But this would be a moment where you say yes to Jesus. Yes, you're going to receive that gift of his son. The father gives his son. So I'm hoping that everybody else has made that acceptance. I'm hoping everybody else is already a child of God. I'm hoping you are. And for those who've put your hands up, we'll have a chat later. There we are. Bless you, that's three of you. (laughs) So, um, praise God. Father, I just pray now that you will minister to those who've uh, given their lives to you, Lord. I pray that for the rest of us, Lord, we would press on in our faith. For those of us who are still not quite sure, Lord, that even now, they might be responding to you as they see these powerful testimonies of death, burial, and resurrection. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Anthony. Over to you.